I know it is. What do you think about Zarya becoming a gay icon? That's not real, is it? Yeah, it's a thing. Like they have pictures of Zarya shooting out rainbow uh, laser beams. No. Yeah, really. You're lying. I swear to God. Well, I mean, is she a gay icon or is that like fan art? It's it's kind of fan art. Like there's nothing in the art. game that says she's a lesbian, but I think you know. Well, I mean, it's kind of like. One of those things where you just God, that's loud as fuck. Um, it's just one of those things where I think you kind of know, but <laughs> but you don't want to say it. I, <laughs> but you don't want to say it. And I think the game makers know it, and that kind of brings me to the point that I think they do a really good job of weaving between stereotypes without actually committing to stereotypes, and then they I think they're also trying to push back against stereotypes at the same time. What other stereotypes are present in this game? Like, it's weird, okay? So, they've intentionally said that, alright, we wanted to make an uh, ice person, and whenever in previous things, if you're picking people around the world, you're making somebody that can control ice, where would they, this person normally be from? I don't know, Alaska or some shit? Maybe Alaska, maybe, you know, Inuit Eskimo, or and then... Right. You know, well, that's what they have. No, no. May, it's Chinese. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, so that's what they they said. I'm, we're gonna push back against some of this stuff because there's snow in China, you know. I didn't know she's Chinese. Yeah, apparently she's Chinese. But that brings me to my next point because these characters, it's it's hard to tell. Like they all look like European almost, you know, except for I guess you could say May Symmetra and, yeah, and all that Symmetra other stuff. Doesn't. Uh, but May and Diva. Farah. Diva's supposed to be. Diva's supposed to be South Korean. Oh, is she? Yeah. Okay. You know, I don't know the background to her, and that might be something we look into later, but yeah, she's supposed to be from South Korea. She looks like she's from California or something. But, like, I mean, how closely have you looking at her? Like, have you looked at her? I guess I haven't, but it's... I mean, you see her character profile. Yeah, I guess She has brown hair. Yeah. And, you know, people from Korea don't have brown hair. I mean, I'm sure people do, but... That's true. Okay. But yeah, I think it's I think it's such a, a weird task because I was reading on Where's uh, Farah from? That's another great question. I assume Farah Pharaoh Egypt. That's what I would think too. Yeah. And like the way she looks kind of like she has darker brown skin. Um she'll have like that eye makeup. Yep. And then some of her sprays are like an Egyptian eye or something. So yeah. I would make the assumption, but I may be wrong. I'm well, not. this is one of those weird things because I'm wondering, because society's all fickle about, you know, the difference between stereotypes and cultural uniqueness. Like, mm-hmm. I read an article on Crack.com, which I, I normally like the website, but they went back and talked about my favorite show as a child, DuckTales, and they're saying oh, this yeah, show was racist or whatever. How is DuckTales racist? Everyone's duck. Well, that, and that's that was my point, and, and they got beat up in the comments. Like, every single person in the comments uh, said, you're really? an idiot. But their thing was... All right, uh, the Ducktales go to Peru, and then they're showing people that are in these, you know, Incan outfits or something. They're saying that's racist or whatever. Why? Person, it's I don't know. I don't know. I can understand maybe culturally insensitive. It, it, the writer of the author, article was an idiot. Is, is the, the main problem point is here. like if you if you are 
creating comic book for children, and you say, watch uh, Donald Duck go to this foreign land, yep. and he goes to this foreign land, and everyone is dressed the exact same way that they're dressed in Ducktopia, or wherever yep. the fuck they live. Eating McDonald's. Eating McDonald's, and just doing the same shit. They're going to be like, what, what the fuck? They're just in the, the city they were just in. It's like, no, look, that sign says they're in Peru, or whatever. Yeah. You know, uh, just for depiction's sake, I think you have to do that to some extent. Well, I, I think so too, and I, I kind of applaud the the guys from Overwatch in some ways because they have samurai. Samurai are from Japan, and and ninjas are from not, ninjas aren't real, but I I'll, I'll, I don't want to fight about that. But okay. um, but uh, they're not real, but they're cool things from Japan. And I don't think anybody's getting upset about that. The only thing I, I can see, and I, like I just said, you mean is Hanzo that, and Genji. Yeah, are they, they, so they are Japanese. I assume so. I Hanamura, assume so too, that, that's Japan, oh, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I assume that's their hometown. Boy, we might get kicked in the nuts. If that's not the case. <laughs> I don't know, you know dude. Like if they're, I don't know, uh, man. South African or something, you know. <laughs> they but uh, I, I just thought that was kind of neat that Zarya in in the article is making a, a kind of interesting because Russia's having all those issues where. You know, with gay rights and all that other stuff, mm. and pussy riot and all that that stuff, and so yeah. huh. they're showing a person who's patriotic but who's also gay. Yeah. So, so in some ways, it's kind of neat, but I also have I do have the feeling that thirty years from now, a crack dot com article is going to be saying Overwatch is racist, probably. just because they're trying to be exciting. So yeah, no matter what probably. you do, you're going to get kicked in the nuts, and I, I think that they did it a good way. Uh, yeah, I think they did as well. I don't know. I don't have any issues with anything. I never really thought about it that much. <laughs> I just play Tracer. Yeah. Little, little <laughs> it, Aussie chick. Is she Aussie? I thought yeah. she was English. No, I think she's English, dude. I thought she was Aussie. Dude, I think she's Cockney English. I think, who's the English character then? Uh, I don't know. I thought she was Australian. I thought I read her little profile and said she was Aussie. Roadhog and um, Junker. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay, I guess she is English. So. Which I'd be pissed if I was Australian because I get the fat ass dude and then the, the crazy guy, you know? <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, uh, Joe Crad's pretty ripped. Like he's got is he, is he muscular? Yeah, he's, okay, he's pretty ripped up. So, that's but, okay. but nobody wants to. They're no not attractive. You t- pick the two ugliest characters. It's those guys. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I guess what are you? Yeah, I guess what are they saying about Australia? They're yeah, like, and then also like as an American, should I be McCree? Well, I think it's Soldier seventy six might be American, and then McCree, uh, but. They, like, who dresses like that, you know? Like, do people really think around the world? And I guess it's the same thing that people from Japan don't dress as samurai. Yeah, and I, you know, people from Australia don't fucking <laughs> dress like they're out of uh, Mad Max and yeah. shit, you know? And then little English girls don't dress in spandex all the time. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't put any... I wouldn't put anything into like their clothing because their clothing is all just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. McCree maybe because at some point somewhere someone probably wore that and it looked pretty good. But everybody else's clothing is either a style that's modern or or it's practical or it's you know got some sort of function. Oh fuck yeah. Genji, but Genji, he, he's got—it's like armor, though. It's it's still okay, an armor, yeah. But, but Hanzo, Hanzo's the only other one I could think of. But you've got a. Uh, with Symmetra wear like dresses and stuff. I mean, it's not really modern. But I'm, you could see somebody wearing I mean, something I guess I like could. that. It, yeah. in the future. But no, we, we, we <laughs> he's just wearing a poncho, you know. <laughs> a poncho in twenty six years. He's whatever. supposed to be a cowboy though. Like what are you gonna do? Like have give him jeans and a bolo shirt and <laughs> I get a bolo tie. Like, yeah, yeah, now put this cowboy hat on. 
Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, I, I like it, but it, it just it doesn't seem to fit. Him and him and Hanzo don't seem to fit with everybody else. <sighs> I don't know, man. I think it's... And Hanzo also, he's in the background. McCree's up there in the shit, so it seems like he should have armor or something, too. Maybe the poncho's magical. McCree's half robot. Is he really? Not not entirely. I mean, he has a robotic arm. Oh, okay. Well, fuck me. One I thing know. I read about the majority of these characters, um, there are a lot of amputee characters that have hmm. um, mechanical robotic limbs. Yeah. Um, I think Symmetra. Uh, I never really paid attention, but then someone started listing them all, and I was like, holy shit. Um, Symmetra, McCree... Um, fucking who else? Obviously, Junkrat is missing a leg. Um, there's a bunch of them. There's like five or yeah. six that are all missing like a limb hmm. or something. And Junkrat's the only one that has the peg leg. Everyone else has like a mechanical yeah, get a, arm. Get a good limb, you know. He's from Australia. You can't afford it. <laughs> He's just out in the outback. They don't have <laughs> medi- proper medical. Yeah. Okay. That does. That's another weird thing, you know. Maybe this, what the heck does that say about... Uh, I don't know. That we, yeah, I think the years. reason they're doing it is because it's, uh, I guess, part of this in the struggle of the world that it's created in is the humans versus the machines, and so these are oh. characters that are part of both. So they're the heroes, obviously. Okay, okay. I don't know. That's so the, the whole thing is merging acceptance, or I guess so. But then even the bad characters, like Widowmaker, is a bad guy. I think she's part robot. Kinda. So, did we figure that out from last time? What? Who the bad characters no, are? If she, what her purpleness was? I think she's blue. Oh, I don't know. Outfit, I, I still have no idea. All right. Yeah. But. Well, with that, we are the Underwatch Podcast. This is episode two. Um, hopefully, you guys stumbled upon us, but um, we are the Overwatch. Uh, hopefully, funny sometimes. You know, thinking podcast and. A lot of times we don't know shit. So you know we don't know shit about <laughs> the background. True. We don't know why fucking. Uh, that's true. Why uh, uh, Widowmaker's blue or purple or whatever the fuck she is. If you know, let us know. Please. Yeah, if you know, please let us know in the comment section of nowhere. You know, I, I don't. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so I'm Brad. I'm very average Overwatch player. I I play casually. I'm I'm a dad, so I've got dad shit going on. So I've actually been punished before for leaving game early. I swear it's not rage quit. It's because. People fucking yell, like dropping milk and shit on the floor, and like, blah, 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 blah. and so I'm I'm that guy, and like I'm just flipping out because I want to finish the game. <laughs> We're about to get the payload there, so I can be that jerk. I swear it's all you got to do is is go Torbjorn instead of a turret, and then just walk away. But it's still it contributing. Kicks it kicks you off. Put a rubber band on it or some shit. <laughs> just have know. run around the circles. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, still contributing. Idea. But um. Uh, so I'm very average uh, Overwatch player, um, but Ryan here is pretty good. Pretty good. You want to give a little bit of background? Uh, yeah, I I don't have kids or am married or have any of the the life problems Brad has, <laughs> so I I get to play more. Um, you know, I got kind of upset that I was at one point like a week ago. Ranked number 16 at Tracer. I play on console. We both play on Xbox One. And I know console and PC are extremely different. But I was ranked number 16 on Tracer on console. And I went to check my rank like yesterday. And they resetted all the ranks. The ranks, the ranking system is completely gone. And it's because competitive mode came out yesterday on mm-hmm. Xbox One. It came out I think a week ago for PC. Or less than a week ago for PC. 
came out on Xbox One yesterday, um, so I did download that and start getting into that a little bit. What do you have think you about it? Have you played any? Um, no, I've not. So my my initial thoughts on it are I like it. Um, I I did get it with the team of six, and it does. See, there is what became very apparent to me is that when you were playing in quick play, um, there is some form of skill based matchmaking in this, because me and my friends would play in quick play, and we would run into like these full teams who had these crazy comps and were very good teams and then we we got into six and we started playing competitive play or placement matches and the first three or four matches we played we absolutely demolished all four teams like there was one where it was the payload and you have to move the payload and after the first round their payload uh, the meters their payload had gone was zero. Oh, we wow. we just held them in spawn the entire game, um, and then so we just had to move the payload like one meter, and we went and we won. So, um, I like it. Uh, I do enjoy it. The one thing I don't like about it is um, payload maps is fine. You go back and forth. Whoever moves the payload further wins. If you both get it to the end, I think there's a sudden death. It's the domination maps that are kind of an issue, um, because it's best of five, and it's not best of three. Oh, really? And those games get long. Yeah, they are, oh, were already like they 20 minutes. They get extremely long. We we played one last night that was like almost a 45, 50 Holy minute game. Shit. And it's because what happens is, um, you know, it was, I think it was 2-2, two, two, and you know those had gone on for a while but it's always at the very end where someone will have 99 and the other team you know may have 99 as well and you're just fighting for that last bit of control and so everyone goes like tracers and divas and lucios Mm. um just to get in the point and just to stay in the point and because as tracer i can get into the point and I can survive in the point, um, like zipping in and out and using my recalls and blinks until my team can get there. So that's, I had a, I don't know, like at the end of the game, I looked at my um, objective time and I was in the objective for like nine minutes or oh, some wow. shit. Just because, you know, uh, we're all fighting there. And so, you know, at the end of those games, you add an extra 20 minutes onto each of those games because... It's all characters filling there that aren't doing a whole heck of a lot of damage. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I'm zipping around, and I got tons of damage, but, like, you shoot everybody and stuff, but you may not get kills because there's Lucios running around in there. There's Mercies running around in there. And uh, it's not like on PC where you have the precision aim to take them out. It's hard to kill those dudes, especially when they're jumping around and stuff. So, um, that's... My one gripe with it are those domination maps. Uh, they can be long, long games. The other idea why good. they went up to five? I think just to, I think just to make it, I don't know, give each team more opportunity to like change comps or something. So, so like the world, like you know, playoffs going best of five. Yeah, kind of. So team win. So you don't always just like get rolled one map or. Right, rolled one map, and then you have to come at the second map and be like, okay, let's change our comp, and then, um, you know, you lose that one too close, and then it's over. I think it kind of gives you an opportunity to say, like, okay, let's figure out what we need to do here in these next two games, we can bring it back, so...
Okay. I don't know. I like it though. I right now I haven't done my ten placement matches. I think I'm either five and one or six and one in my placement matches. Um, so I'll f- hopefully finish those today or tomorrow. Or and something. then when you get ten, you get an, a ranking. Yeah, you get a rank. Okay, yeah. well, cool. That'd be that'd be neat, man. If you get in the top, I even think if you get in the top one thousand at, at this point, just because I think that yeah. Is it competition within our zone, do you know? or our, It's uh, all over the world. All over the world. Yeah. Okay. The team we lost to last night were guys that um, some of their names I, I recognized before. I'd seen them I'd seen them play in Twitch tournaments and stuff. Okay. Before. So, like, that was the team we lost to. All right. And they had a Symmetra on their team. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> I'm telling bullshit. you, she's underrated. It, it's nothing that she did or anything. It's the teleporter that makes the it's, difference. Uh, that, yeah, that's it's, a huge it's part. It's entirely of the teleporter. Well, there's other stuff too. But anyway, so after having talked about um, the high-ranking stuff, I think we decided to talk about today. Uh, we have a friend who's just now getting into the game, so he's going to be going against players who, you know, had two months at this thing. You know, we go back to the beta, a couple additional months. Hmm. Um, uh, our buddy TC. And he's a little intimidated because I think he's like me that he's not a bad video game player in any sense. Like, he's really good at Madden. He actually played a Dallas Maverick at Madden. Uh, barely lost it not too long ago. But um, he's pretty good. But I think, like me, he's not super coordinated. And so he's kind of afraid, not afraid to get into it, but he's not great at shooters. He's okay at them, but he's a little intimidated about the learning curve. And so I was thinking we could, you know, give him or any people just getting into the game uh, our ideas at, at how to how to introduce yourself to Overwatch. Right. What do you right. think? So you're TC. You're telling TC he's coming in <laughs> right. here, and uh, he wants to enjoy the game. He wants to to have fun. He wants to learn it. Uh, what do you recommend? Um. So I actually have another friend who just picked it up for PC, and so I was kind of telling him the same thing. Um, the one thing you learn right away from from the beginning of this game is when I started, I picked Tracer, and I was like, I'm going to play Tracer on every map, no matter what. Um, and then, you know, there are situations where I was playing a domination map, and I got my Tracer. I'm always the first one in the point. I'm like, I'm so fast. This is great. I zipped in there, and two Winstons and two McCrees came from the other team and I was like I'm absolutely fucked and then I got fucked and then I changed characters immediately um, you cannot character lock in this game you have to have you have to three. have a handful of characters that three you can at play least, I think. Um, I'd say more than I'd three. say more but for a beginner yeah three at least and it helps if they are not necessarily all of the same class so I think we're confused before we get there would mm-hmm. would you recommend and this is what I was thinking Writing down the names of the map and what type of m- map they are, just so people understand. Or um, I think you'll pick that up pretty quick. It um, took me a, a couple weeks, but anyway, I'm yeah. So I mean, there there are different styles of map. There's like you're you're moving the payload, you're capturing control points, and then the domination maps, which are the ones where you're just fighting over a neutral point. Um, each of those is going to be a little bit different. Some characters are very good on certain maps, like Reinhardt's great for moving a payload, but he's not so good at a domination map just because he's so big and easy to kill. Um, so you will learn the maps eventually. Uh, that's not something that... 
I mean, you could write it down and everything like that, but I mean, for me, I just I figured it out um, over a little course of time. But mostly, I feel like you need to just get a few characters that you're pretty proficient at. Um, there are some characters that are super versatile, like uh, like. Who would you recommend starting out with? For an attacker, um, maybe a soldier or a reaper. Um, those are pretty good characters. Uh, Farah is very good and very annoying to hit. Um, pretty much every team will have either a Lucio or a Mercy if you want to play support. Not everyone wants to play support, but it's you know it's good to pick up one of those characters. Even I picked up a Mercy and I play a little bit of Mercy when I need to, because I mean if you're playing in in pubs and you have you know five Genjis on your team or some shit, you're like, okay, well, this isn't going to work. So, like, you need to be able to play support in some capacity. Um, you, Brad, I'm sure Brad would say Symmetra is... No, <laughs> no. I'm going to counteract everything you're saying right now. Okay. But, okay, so your explanation is you got to have this person to counteract this person or you got to uh -huh. watch when this person... I'm scared that somebody like TC or... Um, uh, you know, our, our other buddy who just got into it. I'm scared that they're going to hear all that and they're going to say, this is too intimidating and they're going to be out. All right? Okay. So my thing is you pick a character or two that will be okay on every map and then you go through with these two characters a couple times, ten different matches, and then you see the other characters, see what they do, then you pick them. So... I've always heard the, the opening line is Soldier 76 because he's a good transition from other shooters. He's simple. He's, he's easy. He's pretty good at everything. I, I don't – but you get in there, and it's not like traditional shooters because right. most shooters these days you get behind cover and you heal. Soldier 76, he's kind of squishy. What is he, 250 hit points or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like 250 HP, I think. So I think people will realize you can't chew as far as you'd like to with Soldier 76. His range is sort of in the mid – and he's going to get out there. They're going to get out there. They're going to get shot. They're going to get killed. They're not going to contribute. So they're going to spend whole, half their time running to the objective, which isn't fun. So I don't think they're going to have fun. I don't think they're going to contribute with Soldier 76. Again, they'll get a couple kills, but I just don't think it'll be fun, and I think it'll take them out of the game. My suggestion would be Reinhardt, and I know offensive maps, not, not or I'm sorry, um, domination, maps. domination maps, not, the, well, even then I see people using ah, somewhat effectively. He sucks in domination maps. But you go to the payload one and you just stand there and put up that shield and you're just going to, you're going to contribute because even if you just put up the shield, don't do anything else and, and move the payload along, everybody's going to appreciate that. And I understand you're probably going to die a lot if you're first doing it. True. But it's simple. Put up the shield and watch. This is this is true, but I feel like if all you're doing is shielding and you're just standing there shielding, which shit, I do that shit all the time. But like, I know enough about the game to know that, like, hey, if there's a tracer behind me, I'm probably gonna get fucked up. Or if hey, a reaper is coming towards me, I gotta do this. Um, you are contributing to your team, which is good, but I don't think you're actually learning how to play any characters by getting killed by them over and over. But see, I think you're watching the other characters. And so but but watching the character and learning how to play it is totally different. But then you would see you so you play your first 10 games, you're putting the shield up and then um you're seeing that dude just did something badass that just destroyed me. 
and then you could try that character out the next time. I guess you could do that. I don't know. I w- I'm, I'm afraid w- of people getting intimidated and not wanting to play, and I, I just think that if you do that, it's it's the best way to learn. All right, so I'm going to say him, and then I think you're also right with Farah, just because all you got to do there is jump up in the Fly air and shoot. And shoot down. Yeah. You're not going to die, and so you're not going to be spending half the map running there. Yeah. I think you that's know, the most shitty thing, and the most the, the highest difficult to learning is just getting blown up as soon as you arrive and then having to run back. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, this isn't a game where you can just run in, typically. Like, I do it with Tracer because she has the mobility that I can do that. But for the most part, this isn't a game where you can just, like, like jump headfirst into an engagement. Because if you don't know what the other person's going to do or you don't know their range or what kind of weapon they have, they're probably going to kill you. Um, another character that's easy to use and is good on defense is Junkrat. Junkrat, oh yeah, that's Junkrat's one. very easy to use on defense. Basically, you find a choke point and you just spam it with grenades. You lay a trap down, you know, put your little uh, jump on your little grenade thing, fly up to a high point, and just spam the shit out of a choke point. That's all that I do with Junkrat. And like, I play Junkrat pretty well. Like that, and when I've seen high level Junkrats play, that's what they do too. <laughs> like they just spam choke points. Here's the problem with Junkrat, I think for a beginner though, is the best way to use them is just stand back and lob grenades. Yeah. But I'm afraid for the person that's first learning, especially somebody like with my mindset who is... Who wants to go in. Get and in there. Got well, action. They're going to get uh, in there and die. Well then, I mean, at that at that point, it's not even about the characters of the game. It's just about the player being an idiot and, no, but <laughs> and understanding not, your role on the team. But but no, but for persons that are just used to traditional shooters, they that's their mindset. So you got to have some sort of transition where you're getting in on the action before you realize how different. So you don't is. think. A Reinhardt player, if you just stand there and hold a shield, when someone's close to him, they're not gonna run run after him with their hammer. You think that like they're just gonna stand there and take it? Mm, that's what I well, but I think they get the sense of contributing more than if they would. Yeah, they're contributing, but if some little tracer's right behind you, just shooting you in the ass, you're just gonna stand there and take it the whole time. My advice would be hold the shield when it cracks. Just start swinging your hammer around, and then put it back up again. After, uh, after well, you swing your we're just gonna have to bit. agree to disagree on this. I think you should pick a couple characters. Um, I that think you should get pick it based at. on on the how you got the shit kicked out of you. So you go along your Reinhardt first couple ones. You notice this guy puts this turret in this one place and just mows you guys down. You do that next time. Fair enough. I, I, you know, I know. I, and you're, you're in the majority. I think most people are recommending your strategy. It's just, I'm scared for the average guy getting overwhelmed to start out, and then, uh, not it, it taking a while to learn. So you know what you can do is, uh, a friend of mine does this sometimes. And one time I jumped into a game that he was playing in. I just went join in progress, and I noticed he was playing. Uh, the other characters were just named like Reaper and Mercy. He was just playing the AI. You can put the difficulty on like medium or high and you can just play the AI. And it doesn't affect your stats in any way and it actually gives you experience. And you can pick whatever character you want and just play AI. And they're actually pretty good. They're not like deadies who would just stand there and let you shoot them. I don't know, but that's boring. It's fun to play real people. Your it friend, is fun to play real is, people. It's smart. Your friend is... Uh, you know, a, a person is planning ahead. He's going to be taking over the world because he's so awesome. Actually, what he does is he doesn't like to play. He's he's a good player already. 
He doesn't like to play by himself because it really, as much as I love this game, it's very difficult to play by yourself. It's not fun in a lot of cases. Um, what he does while he's waiting for people to get online, he'll just play against AI and then he'll like watch Netflix at the same time. He'll set up a tour b- turret and just hit it with his hammer and then just watch Netflix. Just, it's because it gives you experience. Oh, like, it does? So, yeah, it does. It AI gives you, gives you experience? Yeah. And so you'll get loot boxes and stuff. He'll play like three or four games just, just hitting a Torb turret. So playing when you're not online against AI gives you experience? I mean, you're online. Like, everyone else on your team is a human, but you're playing just AI. Oh, weird. Yeah. And you can just set up a turret and go do something else. And, oh, my uh, gosh. And you'll get experience. That's weird. So he just Pro holds tips. the button down just... I mean, he'll move around a little bit, but uh, hey, that's cool. Man. <laughs> just, that. Yeah, so, so that's a that's a un- pro uh, underwatch secret. Right underwatch there. pro tip. A uh, couple things. I know we're trying to make this thing about thirty thirty minutes long. Um, have you ever made a shot into the the hoop at that ship? I haven't. No. Have you tried? I, I try every time. I'm in I there. try every time. But they're <laughs> fucking assholes that are sitting there shooting the basketball out from me, being jerks. It's not even that. It's you know where the ball. There's that one ball on the table. Mm-hmm. That I think that's the one you're supposed to make, but because it's just set up there. Okay. The, other, the others are too close. You have to knock them out and then knock them back. But so that there's that ball on the table, and every time I hit it, it seems like it's too hard. And it'll like hit the ceiling. I don't know the distance. I don't know. I think you need to move it somewhere. But I, I think like I would hit them out, and I would hit them to the side, and then I would try to get it to bounce, and then I would try to. So I'm hitting them. I hit the ones in the little you know three point ball rack. I hit them towards the wall, then I bounce them off that wall towards the other wall, hmm. and then when it comes back before the hoop, I try to hit it in. I think, I think, I think, I think I made one. Uh, I'm seventy percent sure I made one the other day. But I, I, I'm not know. 100% can't sure. Tell. Yeah. yeah, but did you know in the recent update they did the confetti? The confetti. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm really so excited about know. that. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm gonna keep trying. I haven't made one yet, but I will. Just leave. And, and you guys don't fucking shoot the basketball. Let me play basketball. <laughs> all right. <laughs> nah, I keep shooting it. That's part of the fun. Do you got any other uh, fun, quick things we can talk about? Um, real, real quick. Along with the competitive mode, they did in. Uh, put out those patches, the character balancing things, the same ones that were on PC. Okay, they're so, now on Xbox. They're now on Xbox. So McCree is nerfed, Widowmaker's nerfed, and they're talking of uh, nerfing Torb. He's not. He's not nerfed yet. They said that'd be like mid July, I think. But reducing his damage to seventy percent is what I hear. Yeah, like thirty percent damage reduction on his turret, which I'm fine with because he's a little bitch. But uh, yeah, McCree and Widowmaker now nerfed. Widowmaker. Wasn't really an issue on Xbox, but McCree, yep. McCree was. So so now, but she is reduced on Xbox. Yep, I I rarely get killed by Widow. Yeah, Wars. I never do either. So that's just shitty. It's a yeah. Shit now character she's a now. shitty character. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. And actually, that brings up another point. There's somebody on Twitter asked us if we could talk about the um, uh, hit detection. I don't think it's as nearly as much an issue. Although occasionally Hanzo, I'll get hit like it'll go two feet over my head and I'm dead. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think. I think that there are kind of two things at play there. One, Hanzo's hitboxes are just broken, like for his arrows. Um, and I and I think they do that for a reason because it's it's very hard to hit someone, especially like speedy characters with arrows like that. So I think they made the hitboxes large. It's just 
when you look at the kill cams and you see the arrow two feet above your head, you're just like, that's fucking bullshit. Like, give it a slightly homing thing, just so I. Yeah, I mean, even even that would be fine, but it but it doesn't. It just has broken hitboxes, and no character feels more RNG based than Hanzo. Um, Just like. I'll be a tracer, I'll be zipping around a Hanzo, and I'll watch the kill cam, and he'll literally just turn and fire an arrow, and he'll headshot me, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. It, I don't know, Hanzo, oh, I hate Hanzo. Um, but the other thing at play, I guess, is kind of, it really depends on latency. Um, like, and, and I haven't really had too many issues with this. I had a, I played a lot of Destiny, and I had a lot of issues on Destiny where I'd be around a corner and I'd get killed, things like that. Sometimes I feel like that happens in this game, but not necessarily as much. But that's more an issue with um. Yes, I, think, I feel that happens too a lot. I think it's more of an issue with lag. So like yep. on your computer and when you're doing it, sometimes it happens with Tracer where I will blink. And then I will get flashbanged, and I'm in the exact same spot that I was just in before I blinked. And what's happening is, um, on your screen, you are blinking or you are around that corner, but across the world, the person you're playing, um, your hitbox, they see it as where you were half a second ago. And so they'll shoot you in the head, and even though you got around the corner, that hitbox is still where it was. I don't know if there's anything we can do about that because light only moves so fast or whatever. I don't even... It's not even that big of an issue for me, at least. I haven't really had too many issues with it. Um, This is actually one of the better games where when I see kill cams and stuff, I'm like, all right, that's that's fine. Whereas games in the past, um, sometimes I see those kill cams, I'm just like, this is fucking insane. Besides Hanzo. Hanzo's the exception to that because he is bullshit. He sucks. Fuck you, Hanzo. Anything else? Uh, nah, man. I think that's it. All right. Cool.